now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. I feel like I just saw you, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson. I feel like it was only yesterday that we sat down and recorded some audio gold. You are a funny man, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. A funny, funny man. Uh, we, we teased it. On, I teased it on Twitter. Uh, there will be a brand new episode of The List, The Reconciliation Show Part 1, because, you know, we can't do anything small. We just can't. So um, you're right. We, we we dream big, you and I. We do sometimes too big, way too big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, the reconciliation show part one uh, will be released. I'll assume I'll release it over the weekend. I'm, sure. I'm not. Yeah, I was debating kind of trying to release it sl- like over the course of a week, but I'm gonna wait. This is gonna get us through four weeks. I think of, it's for the best of the of the list because who knows when the next time we'll do it will be. So I mean, hopefully we do it again soon. I I think so. I enjoyed it because now yeah, we can fun. actually get into the list. Now that we've reconciled, we don't have yes. to reconcile again. We can True. just. Add I more mean, names. well, we probably will need to reconcile again, but maybe not for another fifteen episodes. Yeah, because I don't know the look on your face when I told you that when we reconcile again, there will be twice as many names on the list. I get we dream too well, big. I mean, you know, right now the list is perfect with the exception of Fandango's ranking. That's true. So, We've I already mean, found we, a flaw. In theory, we don't have to touch any of those other names again. <sighs> I was debating totally the merits. <laughs> I was debating the merits of going through the list to pick from and just getting rid of the names that I know we don't know. I mean, there would be some merit to that and that it would make the list like, you know, more approachable for us. It might mean we would actually someday get through it, certainly a little bit quicker. But I will say uh, part of what I like about the list is hearing about guys that I know nothing about. That's true. It's the guys that neither of us know anything about. That's like I'm happy to yeah. to teach you about Brian Lee, for example. Um, Who? The fake Undertaker. We talked about him yesterday. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> um, you know, I can happily tell you that Savio Vega was, spoiler alert, Quang. Um, Quang? Oh, oh, the brain uh, villain from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's Krang. Did he actually appear in one of the live action, well, not live action movies, but in one of I, the movies? I haven't seen the two new ones, but my understanding is he may be in the second one of those. I feel two like movies. I need to see it just for that because I well, love me some Krang. I think the second one is currently on Amazon Prime, Ugh. so I can watch it there for free. But I haven't seen the first one, and that one's not available to stream. Well, I know you you shrug at me, but but as a completionist, I feel like I have to watch the first. One. I understand. But Lord knows. I am not going to pay money to specifically rent the first one. At That's this true. Point. So, yeah. Um, what a week it's been in the world of professional wrestling. Doc has Manson. It, has it been a week? Well, today was a big deal. Apparently, Rey Mysterio has re-signed a two-year deal with WWE. He has? Apparently. He's slated okay. to start after SummerSlam. 
So is this like a Brock Lesnar style deal where he's going to work two dates and that's I it? Don't, I don't know. I don't know, but it's a two-year deal. He'll be back with the company. He's not just one of the downloadable characters in... I, I think he is going to be part of the new video game, uh, WWE 2K19. I believe he'll be a, a playable character in that. But the, what I saw on Twitter, you know, people were all upset because he was supposed to be at that big all-in show, and now he's not going to be able to be there because he's under a WWE contract. So, huh. But I don't know. So that was big news. Extreme Rules is not this week, but next week. That's big news. There's already nine matches on the card. For Extreme Rules. For Extreme Rules, which is not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, which is the 17th. Now, no, the last 15th. Time, I feel like the last time we talked about this, we had said that there was like four matches set, and none of them had any stipulations to them. At this point, I feel like I've, I've heard through the grapevine, at least, that there are several stipulations sort of in the running at this point. Uh, well, what do we know about those? Well, let's see. I wrote down the matches but failed to write down the stipulations because I am smart. I know that we, we, we touched on this, and this is going to be the thing. We're, we're kind of time traveling a bit here because we're going to talk about a couple of things that we will talk about in future list episodes. Uh, the one match I know for sure is... The 30-minute Iron Man match between Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins. You brought up the point that they have already wrestled a 34-minute match, so why in the world should we care about a 30-minute match? I'm not uh, saying we shouldn't care about a 30-minute match, but making it an Iron Man match just seems strange. Yeah. You know, why have a match where there's multiple pinfalls when they showed us they can go that distance without any already? Uh, it just doesn't... It, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. The only other stipulation that I can see on the Wikipedia page is uh, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss will be under Extreme Rules stipulations. Okay, yes, that was the other one I had heard about, but I had assumed there were more. Apparently not. So what? May, can I ask? What is an Extreme Rules match? Is that just a fancy way of saying a no hardcore DQ? match? It's a hardcore match. But is See, this it? is a, this is the well, yes, because now, granted, what I don't know in Extreme Rules match, this is the thing with WWE is they have all of these different variations on the same theme. They do have an Extreme Rules match might be a hardcore match, but the finish has to be in the ring. So I, but I'm looking it up. I, I'm pretty sure a hardcore match. I mean, I'm sure at one time a hardcore match, because obviously like the hardcore championship could be defended anywhere 24-7, but I feel like there have been hardcore matches that have to end in the ring. I don't feel like that's a given for a hardcore, something with the moniker hardcore match. I don't think that means falls count anywhere. So if I click on the highlighted link for Extreme Rules Match, it takes me to the Wikipedia page for pro wrestling match types, and it takes me to the section called a no-holds-barred match or a no-DQ match. No-DQ. Um, but the key difference is that the falls must be made in the ring, and according to Wikipedia, there is less emphasis on the use of weapons. And while I think that will be true in this case, uh, I think we'll see a couple... But I do think this also is because the other thing is Ronda Rousey will be at ringside. So, she has bought a ticket to watch the show. But, but, but wait a minute. So we're saying that this is a no disqualifications match 
with a de-emphasis on the use of weapons. But it again, has to end in the ring. I don't know. How is that different than a no DQ match? It's not. It's just a different name. Okay. We can't call this pay-per-view no DQ. That's not going to. Well, sure. But the, I mean, you can call it pay-per-view no. whatever you want. Well, you that's can true. call it a no DQ match. We you called it Great Balls up. of Fire. You don't have to make up a match that's called Extreme Rules. Well, and again, this is, you know, we have this conversation probably around the time of Hell in a Cell. We have this conversation around the time of TLC. Building an entire pay-per-view around a match type is weird. And Extreme Rules, I think, is the one exception because, again, like I said, there are nine matches on this card and there are more to come. The advertisements in whatever town this show is going to be in, say that Braun Strowman is going to wrestle Kevin Owens in a steel cage match. And I think that's what Extreme Rules is, is it's kind of the, we're going to throw like four or five weird stipulation matches in there just to keep things interesting. WCW did this with their uncensored pay-per-views. It was the same exact thing. So we got a cage match. We got an Iron Man match. I am sure... um, the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No maybe will become a tornado tag or something like that where all four men are in the ring at one time. So, you know, it'll be something to keep us to keep us interested so it's not... Because there are a lot of singles matches on this list. Yeah, There's, yeah. There are no multi-man in terms of triple threat or fatal four-way as of right now. And again, next, right week, now. next week we will do our proper... Extreme Rules preview show where right. we will make our predictions and productions. But all right, so okay, two things I guess. One, uh, both of which are, are changing topics. One, going back to uh, the first bit of news that you used to open up this show, uh, Ray Mysterio resigning. I, yes. I guess I meant to ask, how do you feel about that? You big fan of Ray Mysterio? You think he's got a lot left to give? You think he's uh, gonna make? Uh, is he going to have a worthy run, I guess, do you think, in your opinion? Do you want a worthy run? Well, okay. Do you want a that's, title that's run? That's a lot want? of different questions. Uh, am I a fan? I am a fan of WCW, Rey Mysterio. Um, then Rey Mysterio went to the WWF. So wait, he wait, was wait good. a second. Real quick. What Rey Mysterio got thrown like a lawn dart into the side that's of a That's WCW Rey Mysterio. Oh, I love WCW that's, Rey Mysterio. That's okay. 90s. That's 90s. I've never seen it before. Uh, I want to say it might be Bash at the Beach 96, which is when Hogan joins the NWO, but I could have the, the exact. There is a pay-per-view that I watched and taped, and Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis opened the show, and I watched that match probably 25 times. Because really? it, it was for a kid who grew up on Coliseum video, you know, your big aerial move is Randy Savage's elbow drop. True. See, I have them, to. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I have to imagine. I mean, when we first got to college and, you know, you started getting me back into professional wrestling, that was around the time I think both of us first discovered uh, TNA wrestling as yes. well. And I mean, for me, the X Division was this. Yes, it was just exactly like this it. moment of was awakening for me, where I was like, "Holy crap! What yeah. are these guys even?" I had never even envisioned those no. that type of wrestling was. But possible. that's it. They're doing they're doing dives over the top rope. They're doing hurricane ranas off the turnbuckles. They're doing all of this crazy stuff. Um, so I loved that. He got a little. I won't say he got 
well, no, he did get old and he started to get a little out of shape and he was hampered by injuries because he's a little guy doing big time moves. Um, so by the time we get to Booyaka Booyaka 619, I'm done. Yeah. So I'm a little, I'm, it's good that he'll be back. He'll obviously get into the Hall of Fame either in 2019 or 2020. That's great. But I'm not sure what I want out of this. Part of me wants him to just go to 205 Live and, you yeah. know, help bring eyes you know, to that show. That's actually a great idea because I'm I was thinking purely in terms of Raw, SmackDown, what can he contribute in, in that capacity? But you're right. Because thinking about that, like, the best I could hope for, I, I don't know the specifics, but the best I could hope for on the main roster for Rey Mysterio would be for him to be a sort of Chris Jericho-type guy, coming back, coming around, having some solid segments, having some solid matches with different guys. But at the end of the day, you know, and no disrespect to Rey Mysterio, he's a very talented wrestler and all that, but he's not Chris Jericho, like, when no. it comes to the microphone work and, and, and telling stories in that way. I'm certainly in, in the ring is a different matter, but... I don't know if he really could contribute in a significant way to the main roster. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying that I am I am doubtful. I think he of goes that. I think he but, he goes to SmackDown. We get a Styles versus Mysterio match, which I don't know if it has ever happened. So that would be fun. Um that'd be great. You know, maybe he wrestles Nakamura. So I got to say though, not to cut you off, but in Lucha Underground, not that long. I think maybe it was season two. It could have been season. He was three. a he was, was a big two. star of season there two. There was like he had a match with Prince Puma, better known now by Ricochet in NXT, and that match was awesome. Like he could still go. They yeah. went back and forth. It was from exciting. what I from what I've seen, it, you know what, what I mean? I've heard. He is in much better shape than he was at the end of his. Like I remember when he was wearing shirts because he had a gut, and like. I mean, he's in Lucha Underground. He was chiseled. Yeah, that's from what I'm so. So again, I'd love to see guys like this, and and I'm sure he could do it. Just wander, you know. When you sign a legends deal or something, and I'd like this to be part of the storyline too. Like he's like a John Cena. He's like a Chris Jericho. I'll go wherever I want. If I want to go to NXT for a couple of weeks and wrestle Ricochet, I'm gonna. Then I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to wrestle Seth Rollins. Then I'm going to go wrestle AJ Styles, and then I'm going to go wrestle Cedric Alexander. That would actually be awesome if he could just if that was the story, because it would be it would be a, a vehicle to get us all of these different exactly. dream matches. And it's just because this guy, a legend, coming back to the company, he's got a bucket list. Before I retire, before I'm done, these yep. are the guys. These are the next generation. That's like what, that that's could what, make. People's that's what career. Cody Rhodes did when he went on the Indies. He You're took right. a picture of a list and and you know posted it, and everyone freaked out. Why can't a guy like Rey Mysterio do that? He totally could, and I think in the WWE, there's a great potential for you know uh, a good story there. It's not a lot of fluff. You don't have to write a lot for it. It's just literally here's a list. And this is what yeah. I'm doing. Like that would be that's actually really smart. It takes it takes the, the emphasis off of the writers. They don't have to come up with these inane storylines. It's just it's just yeah. straightforward. And yeah. there it is. This is what I've wanted the universal title to be. You and, and again, yeah, I don't want to get into Brock Lesnar because now at this point, at this point, oh, 
I just want him to never show up again, keep the title, because it makes so many people so angry that I am enjoying it just out of spite. This is a great segue opportunity because I told you there were two things sure. I wanted to talk about. First was Rey Mysterio. Second one, I know you just said you don't want to talk about him, but I want to talk okay. about Brock Lesnar because because uh, we just did the List Reconciliation Show, and one of the th- topics that we came up with somewhere along the line, I don't know if it was the Reconciliation Show or afterwards, we were talking, and at one point we were talking about Bruno San Martino. And we talked about how back in the golden age of wrestling, you had a champion, you had a guy who in the territory system was the top guy, and he was able to hold on to that championship not you know, for a reign that we don't count in months, we don't really count in days, we count yeah. in years, right? I mean, we were talking about Fabulous Moolah holding it for 28 years, whatever. Um, and, you know, that was just the way it was back then, right? I mean, maybe you were defending... Once a year, you weren't televised on a weekly basis, etc. So I understand the product is different, but I just want, I'm just thinking about Bruno. I'm thinking about the way that those territory systems were run. And then I'm thinking about how, you know, people were getting, there, there was a time, DC, admittedly, maybe we've gone too far the other way, but there was a time when people on the internet, um, I, I'm sure we've probably even said it on this own show, where, you know, the titles were, were being defended mm-hmm. too often. They were, they, were, they were coming around, it didn't have any meaning, these stories were just being forced and pumped out there, and there was no, no, no passion or emotion behind it, it was just... They were putting on the card because they had to have them on the card. And again, I, I understand that maybe we've gone too far the opposite direction. But just thinking about Bruno San Martino, thinking about those those two sort of extremes, is Brock Lesnar what they're doing with him? Is that a is that actually a positive? It, 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 I know a lot of people want to complain about it, and maybe that's because of the fast case. I'm sorry, the fast paced sort sort of lifestyle we're used to, the the information, the spread of information on the internet. But is it really so wrong? To not have him on every show? I mean, is that really a problem? I, I, what do you think? I think you bring up a whole... Again, this is, this is sending me in all sorts of different directions. I think people have a problem with it because they know where this is leading. That's, that's, that's the my problem. primary problem. If we knew, if Vince McMahon came out and looked at the camera and said, Look, I don't know when Brock's coming back. But I promise you, he will not lose the belt to Roman Reigns. I think everybody goes, all right, Brock, see, see you when we see you. Like, enjoy hunting. No. because yeah, I'm sorry, but if Mr. McMahon came on television and told us that, it would guarantee well, that Roman Reigns is going to yes, take that. Yes, but I suppose. Are you eating the crumble from yesterday? I am. I, I'm it's sure so it is. It was delicious. Anyways. Mm. Uh I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mrs. Manson I, is glad you It was very good. It was very good. I, am, I always am well taken care of when I arrive at Manson Manor. I get fed. Oscar tries to do sexual things with my leg. It's, it's just a grand time. He just wants to make sure that you're pleased. Um, I don't have a problem with it. The only thing that gives me pause is the wrestling traditionalist in me that knows that the best way to get a title off of somebody who is injured is to say they violate, like you're supposed to defend your title every 30 days. And the funny thing is I've seen some people talk about that on, on the Twitter, but I haven't seen a, like it's now we're going on two or three months for Brock. So he should have been stripped from the, t- for the title a month after WrestleMania. 
I personally, you know, there's a small part of me that's like, yeah, somebody should be talking about that. But the bigger part of me doesn't care. Like, let's have Brock Lesnar show up and wrestle somebody who matters. I do think he's going to show up at SummerSlam. I don't think you're going to go past the second biggest show of the year without your Universal Champion. He'll wrestle Roman or he'll wrestle Strowman or he'll wrestle both of them. Or there'll be some multi-man match with, you know, maybe Kevin Owens gets thrown in there or something like that. But, again, I, you know, you did mention that, you know, the pendulum swung the other way. One of the topics I wanted to talk about, I'm sick to death of open challenges. I I feel like that's become (laughs) a device now, thanks to the John Cena open challenge, which was great. But, like, Jeff Hardy had one and he randomly wrestled The Miz and it's just, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I think like we're, you know, yeah. I I don't think it's a big as big of a deal as a whole lot of people think it is. No, that's fair. So okay, yeah, I I really don't think so either, and you know, I I don't think that a return to the golden age mentality is is that yeah. bad. I don't know if that's really what they're doing or not, but I think I feel like more. I think like more fans should think about it that way. Well, and, That's and again, all, I guess is what I'm saying. If Brock Lesnar showed up, like I said, once a month, and I know he's not going to show up and challenge Lars Sullivan, or he's not going to show up and wind up wrestling, you know, Pete Dunn or something like that. But if he was around a little more often, even if it was just like he came in with Paul Heyman, they met with Kurt Angle, and you know, Paul Heyman, you know, cut a quick promo and was like, "You still don't have anyone worthy of wrestling Brock Lesnar." Will be. I mean, I think that's maybe even the greater sort of sin here. Everybody's asking, Wait. "Where's Brock Lesnar?" I'm asking, "Where's Paul Heyman?" Paul Heyman has the chops. To, he can do <coughs> the suit scenery. He could be on there, maybe not every week, but he could stop by once a month. Why aren't they using Paul he Heyman? Wrote something on I don't know if it was Facebook or something that basically said. And again, one of the the wrinkles here is supposedly Brock Lesnar and Vince McMahon got into like a shouting match after WrestleMania. And people are accusing Brock Lesnar of taking his ball and going home. Again, I don't think they'd keep the title on him if that was actually the case. I think they would have used that 30-day stipulation and been like, we're going to crown a new. If there was a legitimate business issue that... I think, yes, that's exactly the way they would have gone. They just yeah. would have stripped him off. Um, but yeah, I think it would be fine for Paul Heyman just to check in and be like... Yep. Will, Brock will show up when there's somebody worthy of fighting. Until, yep. you know, and, and, and then they have some match and maybe Lashley's the winner and then Heyman comes out and rips apart Lashley and goes, eh, maybe. We'll be watching. <laughs> yep, yep. And then they have a Brock yep. cam, which is him just sitting in his house on his various animal skin rugs, eating sides of uh-huh. beef and just, you know... Sable walks in and out of the camera every so often. This sounds see? like good television. I like um, it. Let's see. They could use that, you know, that picture-in-picture technology they've been using for advertisements Rock on Cam. SmackDown. Except just, uh, absolutely, I'd love it. What so else good. has gone on in the world of wrestling? Um, somebody was in a portable toilet. Uh, what? Uh, Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman continuing their battles, uh, and Kevin was running and hiding from Braun Strowman and hid in a portable toilet, and Braun found him and spilled it over. 
yeah. Tipped it over. And he came out covered in the blue, like, water stuff. So, did Kevin Owens just transform into the blue meanie? Is that what happened? Uh, not that I can think of. Yeah, and some people are like, man, what happened to the prize fighter? And again, I think I brought this up yesterday. Everyone should be scared of Braun Strowman. Even prize fighters can be scared of Braun Strowman. I will fight for a prize. Getting beat up by Brock Lesnar, or Braun Strowman, rather, is not a prize. Did you see the picture? I think it's that Drake Maverick tweeted of him and Braun Strowman at some sort of holiday barbecue in their swimsuits. Look it up. Look no? it up. Why? Just the, the sheer... Apologies if you can hear the children screaming outside my window. Oh, yes, um, I can. The sheer just difference in size. Like, these are both members of the same species, and yet they, they, they can't be. They can't be members of the same species. You're looking at it, aren't you? I mean, the picture I'm seeing doesn't have Braun Strowman's complete face in the picture, but it kind of makes it funny. Yeah, he's rocking... It He's cuts rocking off like the, the day glow green. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is what I imagine what Oscar Yes feels like when he stands next to a Labrador. <laughs> I imagine that would be similar. Uh, I watched an episode yeah. of Photo Shoot, which, again, I recommend people watch. It was Goldust. He apparently has two Mastiffs, one of which weighs 230 pounds. 230 it's, it's literally pounds? bigger than he is. Yeah. That is a dog. Can you imagine the size of its deposits? No. And he says, he's like, basically all it does is sleep and eat and then poop. And God, does it <laughs> poop. <laughs> I hope he scoops. That's all I can say. Uh, so, yes, he could use a portable toilet. Bringing it all back That's around. Uh, all right. Did you watch there the you therapy go. segments with Dr. Shelby? I did not. I was unimpressed. Should I? No. You were impressed or no? I, I felt like, mm. again, it was them trying to, like, I didn't feel like, you know, Bailey attacked Sasha and whether or not she turned heel or not, I, that part felt, they, they kind of got into each other's faces a bit. It felt forced. It, it felt yep. a little forced. And again, yep. maybe that's going to get added because this pay-per-view will be four hours long. So they can throw Sasha, you know, they're going to throw Owens and Strowman in there. They might Wait. throw Sasha and Bailey in there. This is a four-hour-long pay-per-view? Pay four hours. I, the big ones I, are longer. But every pay-per-view now is four hours long. I the full the full weight of that is just now coming on co coming up which is me. why you're going to get Finn Balor versus Constable Corbin. Okay. And Roman Reigns versus Lashley. Yes. So what's Jinder Mahal up to? Apparently My he's boy. now promoting peace. I don't know if it's a character shift or, but now like Owens, Kevin Owens, I think went to him and was like, you have to help me get Braun Strowman to find his inner peace. 
I don't know. Okay. That's a thing. Um, I know you're not watching. Actually, you watched SmackDown, didn't you? I watched a fair bit of SmackDown. Not all. I'm going to say something that I don't even know. I this, this thought came to me. I don't know if I really believe it or if it just came to me and I'll dismiss it, but I want to know your opinion. Agree or disagree with this statement? Agree. Good. AJ Styles is bored. Agree. Hmm. I am bored of his championship run. I am, like, I'm excited to watch him wrestle Rusev. But I feel like he hasn't done anything. He had this lengthy, lengthy blood feud with Shinsuke. Here's the thing. I disagree with the statement. And I disagree with the statement because he was feuding with Shinsuke Nakamura. So you're saying it's not AJ I'm bored of. It's AJ feuding with Shinsuke that I'm bored of. Possibly, it's but not even, at the same time, I can't it's say... It's not that the matches are bad. It's just, like, I don't know what, like, he's he comes out to talk, and I don't want to hear what he has to say, because I know he's not going to say anything that I... <laughs> he's just sort of a faceless face yes. at this point. He's not doing any interesting heel work he was doing against John Cena. He's just sort of there as... Yeah, I, I agree. He's lacking a bit of an identity. Yeah. I guess. he's... Bret Hart... One of my favorites. One of the big things you could criticize with him is that he had no personality. He was just kind of there. The interesting thing was whomever he was feuding against. And I feel that's kind of where we are with AJ Styles. We were interested in heel Shinsuke at first, at least. And now now he's fighting Rusev Day, which is this big happening of 2018. Um so I, you know, I'm just I'm not sure where we're going. Like SummerSlams, the next pay per view after Extreme Rules, and I don't know who AJ is going to wrestle. Daniel Bryan, maybe. But now he's maybe. wrestling Kane. Like, are we going to see, you know, Rusev, Bryan, Shinsuke, AJ, Fatal Four Way? I, you know, maybe it's maybe it's Hard the the SmackDown main event here. That is a bigger problem here, but... Well, I mean, I, I find that difficult to believe that you would say that's the bigger problem because it's that main event tier's current, you know, you know, configuration that has enabled Rusev to be in a position to challenge for that title. You should be ecstatic about that. I feel like the bell curve, like Rusev Day peaked a while ago. And uh-huh. we're on the way down from that Rusev Day thing. Now, granted, if he wins... I don't know if you know this about the WWE. They are never timely. Vince McMahon, they, what was that? I think it's the Edge and Christian podcast where they've said multiple times that Vince McMahon has said he doesn't want to be ahead of the curve. He wants to be just behind the curve. He wants to see what's coming and then take advantage of it. But I don't think that's what this is. I just remembered that from the podcast. I mean, even if that were, I mean, yeah, even that, I think, is a generous, that is more generous than the WWE actually reacts to things, I would say. 
Like, just think about how long it took them to pull the trigger on Daniel Bryan or, or how they've never pulled the trigger on John Cena or Roman Reigns turning heel or, or like, Bailey turning heel. Like, they, they never pull the trigger on that stuff when it seems like the interest is actually there. You know what I mean? Is it because they're a t-shirt company? Because they think that if John Cena turns heel, people will stop buying the shirts and as long as the people are buying the shirts, who cares what people on Twitter are thinking? Maybe. I'm assuming people are still buying I, Roman Reigns shirts. I don't know why, but I'm assuming that they are. I don't know. I just, it's, you know, I feel like I, I like SmackDown. The matches have been good of late, and I've always been kind of that mid-card guy. Much more interest, which is why I'm so sad, because Jeff Hardy is the U.S. champion, and I don't care about him either. Um, I wish he would become Willow. <laughs> so, but you know who on SmackDown I do like and who is having a streak that is, dare I say, on fuego? Who? Wh- wh- Your who is girl this? and mine, Becky Lynch. Oh, boy. She's on a win streak. She's, she seems, it, it feels. She has more wins than anybody else on the roster. It, I, yeah, I think she's, she's on like a six or seven match win streak. That disarmor is becoming a, a move to be feared. I'm just going to put it out there again. The person who should take the title off of Carmella is Becky Lynch. So that she can then give it to either Oscar or Charlotte. Having like Oscar and Carmella are going to wrestle again at Extreme Rules. I can't. Do you think Oscar's going to win? I well, sure that's hope That's not so. what I asked you, though. We all hope Oscar's yeah. going to win. Yeah, she's she's probably not. You're right. So I don't know. It was just I, they were talking about her win streak and her winning record, and I was just like, that's something I can hang my chapeau on. I could see it. I could see a scenario where you know Oscar gets screwed by. Uh, you know, something going on once again, uh, James Ellsworth interfering, and, and then, you know, that moves on. Carmella's like, I beat her twice. She yeah. didn't get another rematch. They move on to Becky Lynch, and then Asuka comes out, takes care of oh. James. Becky Ooh. gets the disarmor on. You know, that sort of thing. That could totally well done. happen. Well that done. could totally happen. I like that. And then we set up Becky versus. I like yeah. that a lot. We get I like there. That a lot. Um,. Uh, that's all the news. Uh, we could talk about NXT if you'd like. I don't know if you've seen this week's episode. Nope. There's a There are people online who are saying that what they've started to do is they don't watch Raw and they don't watch SmackDown. They catch the highlights. But they do watch NXT and 205 Live. I used to watch NXT like that. There was a time, you know, uh, when uh, that was the only show I was watching. This is going back a year or two, probably three, maybe even. I don't know. But um, the problem with doing that is when NXT has those mass call-ups and they hit the reset button on it, it just feels so directionless and aimless for a period of time that at this point, it's ha- and it's happened mm-hmm. so many times, two or three times, that I just can't convince myself to even try to get invested in NXT anymore. They've burned that bridge. What I me. like about what... What you know, I agree with you. They have those, and then they also the problem is the show right before and the show right after are all re, you know, preview review shows. Like there's not a lot of story sure. that happens. But if you wait enough, like even if you just wait a couple of days, at least on the PS3, um, 
they have the little buttons that show you where the matches stop and end. So even if you, you know, hmm. like I watched the show right after the last takeover, I knew they were just going to, you know, show you highlights of takeover. So I didn't care, but they had, sorry, I, I'd tell them to be quiet. Those children are this is, this is what I deal with. You have a barking dog. I have a group of... I've never heard this before while there There is a large ever. group of six to seven children um, who like to get chalk and draw on the parking spaces right next to my car. And they also like to scream. They do. Apparently. They sometimes like to ride their bikes yeah. around and scream as they ride circles around the lamppost. Yeah. And I'm an educator and should have more patience. But the other day I went out for ice cream and in my head, I just imagined not hurting any of them, but trying to herd them with the vehicle away <laughs> from me. Oh, just away. So my apologies to any, okay. anyone listening. Um, not a so, yeah, so you can kind of just check out the matches. You know, the War Raiders wrestled the Mighty, who are heels now, in Black Dusters for reasons. Um, but in a couple of weeks, Aleister Black versus Tommaso Ciampa, not at a takeover, just on NXT television for the title. Yeah, except I presume that Johnny Gargano would simply do the same thing that Tommaso Ciampa we'll did see. to him. We'll see. He channeled his dark side a little bit to uh, get the win over EC3 this week. So he's he's starting to become that which he hates, which is an interesting wrinkle. Uh, I guess so. But I just don't see why uh, he wouldn't do fellow, that. Fellow, I don't know if we, we debated this before, not affiliate, but friend of the network for which we are affiliated, Chris, a.k.a. Donovan Dijak, wrestled and was just great. And I'm not just Never not just saying that. If do yourself a favor, Donovan or Chris Dijak, he was Donovan Dijak on the Indies. Now he's Chris Dijak versus Velveteen Dream. Really good match. Really good. Okay. Match. So, cool. uh, I believe the only thing we have left to do is to check the emails. When I checked yesterday, we had one. Now we have five. So, Very good. And our first one comes from the latest Patreon, patreon.com slash DDT Wrestling. Send us a few shekels, which I just learned in the book I am reading. A shekel was actually a weight of silver, not an actual coin. It was a specific amount of silver rather than just a coin. So, Well, at some point, weren't coins... Like specific weights of yes. silver as well. Well, that was it. This is this is a shekel is one of the earliest forms of money, and this was before it was a coin. It was just when you said, you know, if if you know, if I wrong you in some way, and the law says I need to give you twenty shekels, that's twenty times whatever the twenty times a single yes. shekel. So if the shekel was two point whatever pounds, I owe you twenty times that. Wow, that's a lot of shekeling. Um. So, if you want to send us an email, you can do so at podcast at ddtwrestling.com. As you said, the first one comes in from Danielle. Woohoo! Yay! I am now a Patreon. Woo! Yay! That's all I've got this week. Wait! I saw this video on Facebook, and the first people 
I knew I wanted to share it with for you guys. Reason I'm sharing this video is because I have a question. Here's the link to the video on YouTube. Is there anything up east that would require a referee for social interference? And are some of these traits of the south noticeable in the east? Okay, so here's the problem, Danielle. I I guess I, I have to watch I'm this I'm really video. excited that you're a patron. I'm really excited that yeah. you email. However, we can't just sit here I can't for two turn minutes this watching this video with dead air. Yeah. Stop it. It just keeps playing. I guess we should, as we keep, as we've said several times in the last few days, I feel like we, maybe we need to pre-read some of these, because then we would know to watch this beforehand. But Should I didn't. start doing that? Should I add that to my tasks? In, I mean, probably, because, you know, I'm well, not I was just, you know, part of me wanted to, like, I want the legitimate reactions as we read them. But in this case, yeah, because I, I don't want to spend two minutes just... So I guess the idea is if Southern families had referees, so there would be a referee who would interfere. They're in line at some restaurant, driving... So I suppose we need to really just go for, is there anything up in New England that would require a referee for social interference? Hold on. So, we had to pause anyways, and while yep. we paused, we delay decided... Delay game. Uh, we, did, we, we did have to delay the game. Um, so, we decided to watch the video. We and did. We watched the video, Danielle. All two minutes and three seconds of it. And clearly, I think if you are not from the South, you don't understand the humor. Because I am sure that is funny to people who understand it. But well, here's the thing. Actually, um, to answer her question, though, I feel like everything in this video, uh, with maybe the exception of, of, of a banana pudding... Everything in this video just applies universally. It's not a Southern thing, despite what the video claims. Like, all of these are basically the exact same foibles that would occur. Thank you, Wave. Right, the thank you, Wave, the, 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 the stereotype of an indecisive woman who, who, who simply cannot make a decision. The uh, husband who needs to repair the dishwasher. Right, or at right. Least say I mean, these are universals. That's true. And really, I think this has just brought us all closer together. I agree. So, um, if there is there a New England, is there something that is, I would immediately go to the winter, but I think if the upper Midwest, you know, anyone with snow is probably going to have similar thoughts about winter. I don't know what is a traditional New England thing. I mean... When people say it sure is cold out today, we like roll our eyes collectively. I don't know what kind of penalty that would be. Or, boy, we had four seasons in one day. Like, yeah, I don't... those kind of weather statements should get a penalty. Yeah. yeah. I think I would rather have a referee, not even for regional stuff, but just I'd like the referee that will repeat the play. Like, if I'm talking to Mrs. Matthews and I say something and, you know, once it's three quarters of the way out of my mouth, I realize how badly this is going to wind up. Or anywhere. Or, you know, talking with students or other, you know, I, I want somebody to be able to be like, let's rewind. Let's do that again. 
But it's, it's more of those a skip back 15 second <laughs> Yes, buttons. it's more of a director, really, who just goes, cut. Okay, let's think about that again, and then you're going to take two. Yeah. Retake. Okay. That's, that's what I think everyone needs. All right, so thank you, Danielle, for the email. Our next email comes from Stephanie Dijak, wife of Donovan Dijak, I think. Okay. That- Good afternoon from Amsterdam. Do you like? Do you like? It's Stephanie Van Dijak. Dijak rhymes with Lyak. Of course it does. I'm really pleased you enjoyed the shoes game from last time. After my recent photo shoot in the whatever, me and my team were sitting in a coffee shop in Paris, brainstorming my next project. It will be an adventure or a word, as they say in Dutch. The Bella Twins said on the self-help podcast, The School of Greatness with some guy, they want to be the first twins on the cover of Forbes magazine. I want to be one of only a handful, or a word in Dutch, of women to make the cover of GQ magazine. After doing several researches, I then discovered that the owner could possibly be the GQ himself. Therefore, I will try to serenade him with a poem. I would hope you would email this podcast next week so we can all see your reaction. Why would I email my own podcast? Oh, oh, I think he's asking GQ to email. He? GQ does Stephanie listen. Van, Stephanie Van Dijak is, is a guy? No, no, sh- she is asking GQ to write an email in response to this poem we are about to read. Are you going to read it or would you like me to? Oh, GQ, how do you do? Will you put me at the front of your QU. Oh, GQ, how do you do? I've traveled around the world. It's my brand. You will now help build. That doesn't rhyme. Oh, GQ, how do you do? Let's raise the stakes. Hotter than the cookies, Mrs. Manson bakes. Oh, GQ, how do you do? Let's not kiss and tell. I drink more coffee than Danielle. Oh, GQ, how do you do? You are GQ on draft. I'm the number one pick higher than an aircraft. I would need to be higher than an aircraft to appreciate this poem. Oh, GQ, you, you. Cheesiness aside, see, she even admits it was cheesy. I am a huge deal to many agents and promoters. Hence, I do hope you have a response. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com as I aim to take the SVD brand to big places or a word as they say in Dutch. A word, Stephanie Van Dijak, available for bookings. I'd just like to point out to Stephanie, clearly you're from another country. Um, You don't want to be the SVD brand because when you say SVD really fast, people are going to think you're talking about something else. And nobody wants to jump on board the STD brand. I don't get it. Okay. Well, I know GQ does listen to the show. I did talk to him even just today. So, so hopefully we hear from GQ. Our next email comes from one of the besties of the besties, our good buddy, Glenn. Good evening, guys. With there being talk of Fox signing NXT to their sports channel, 
Do you think the WWE Network would have any future with a U.S. audience? Or will WWE lose its core subscribers relying on the NXT UK show plus pay-per-views to keep an interest? Thanks as always, Glenn. P.S. Come on, peeps. Let's have some more Patreons for these great guys. Aw, thank you, Glenn. I agree with Glenn. Um, Though his email is a little... Okay, so Fox might take NXT. Okay, yeah. Which... which would hurt because I don't know that I have whatever Fox Sports channel. Um, do you? Do you? But uh, realistically, though, do you think that NXT would leave the network, or do you think it would just expand to Fox? I think it would expand to Fox. I think they're going to have a hard time taking some of this programming that's been there since the inception and. And getting rid of it. I agree. Uh, I think far more likely they would have to start a new show, even if that was NXT's main event or something. They would have to start a different yeah. property. If, I, you I wanna, if they wanted to do some, again, this hybrid show where it's some 205 Live, some NXT, maybe some... If they wanted to do that sort of thing and it's you know an hour-long show on Fox Sports that features talents from all of those brands, go for it. And even if it's just the NXT talent. I mean, how long have we been saying, oh, wouldn't it really be nice? Wouldn't it really be nice if NXT was two hours? Sure. Well, what if one hour was on the network and one hour was on Fox? I mean, that would be fine. That sure. Be fine. What's the difference? Um, yeah, I don't know that this Fox deal is going to, it'll depend. The, the hard part will be if pay per views start, you know, if they start airing stuff on Fox, that'll be when they might lose some subscribers because people then won't need to pay for it. That's true. Our next email comes from... A, just We have such great besties, and it is our good buddy, Mitchell. Mitchell says, As I racked my brain on the potential topics I might bring for an email, I decided to simply let you all know that I've decided to use the format of The List to rank all 802 Pokemon according to my personal tastes. Your format makes overwhelming amounts of ranking seem attainable. In that vein, what other topics do you think you could use the list format on? How many Pokemon can you name? Charizard. Squirtle. Um, <laughs> Pikachu. I always want to say Kirby. That is not a Pokemon. <laughs> it should be, though. Uh, and you would think, as an educator, I should be like, I had kids this year who had binders full of Pokemon cards. I, I, I know, I did not know Squirtle. Squirtle uh, but I was say is... Charizard, Charmander, Pikachu, Pichu. Those are the four that I know off the top of my head. All right, well, I mean, you know, you've, you've you got some... You got some street cred there. Thank you. Um, we've talked at length about the different wrestling topics you could use the list on. We were having a conversation just yesterday about there was somebody we were going to rank highly solely. Oh, you made a case for Jeff Jarrett solely on his theme song. Meowth. <laughs> That's all right, I'm I'm obviously doing the rest of this show solo while Doc Manson thinks of Pokemon. Do not look them up, though. That's true. No, I would dream. 
Did you say Bulbazar already? Because I'm pretty sure that's one. <laughs> I did not, but he is okay. one now that All I right. think about <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to DDT Pokemon here. As proud affiliates of the New Age Insiders. You're you're still thinking about it. I, I am. Can, I'm I trying to in your head. Yeah. I feel uh, bad about it. We could list uh, restaurants, like chains. We could list the food in restaurants, I suppose. I mean, we you could know. rank candies. How would you compare Quarter Pounders to Whoppers to Wendy's, whatever's famous at Wendy's? The Baconator? Yeah. Rank um, those three things. Quarter I rank pounder, them all as things Whopper. that I can no longer eat. Oh, that's true. Oh, man. And they're actually all number well, one you, in my heart. Well, you could eat, well, okay, if you took the cheese off and the bread, you could eat a McDonald's hamburger with, you yeah, know, I could eat ketchup, lettuce, mustard, and pickles. And a beef patty with some pickles and onion bits on it. Absolutely. Sure. That's delicious. No. Okay. I mean, I have actually had some burgers. Uh, the local burger joint Five Guys, they will serve a burger bowl for you or wrapped in lettuce. I think I prefer it wrapped in lettuce than I do the burger bowl, but, mm-hmm. but you know, it's a fine way to have a burger if you have to. It's, it's no we, problem. We went to a celebrity chef's burger joint um, at a local gambling establishment well, just, I've the been other, there. just the I other like day. I like that place. I do too. Uh, and they will offer you a burger just on a salad. So that's what we had. How about that? Our final email of the evening comes to us from Chris Hawk. And it, he says, hi. Send for my iPhone. It's always good when we uh, end, we on, end a on a high note. <laughs> end on a whimper, I say. Uh, Doc Manson, what is your piece of positivity as we head into... Um, I really could could just do without the heat anymore. I'm kind of done with the heat. So is that the sort of thing where we could have a social penalty called? Because complaining about the heat in New England in the summer seems like a pretty I feel like this thing is, to I do. I feel like this has been extraordinarily hot, but you're probably right. Man, it's warm out there, isn't it? Man, it sure is. Wow, it's really sunny in July and Earth. <laughs> yeah, um, piece of positivity. I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't know. I'm looking forward to Miranda Sing still. Um, I, hey, you know, I watched SmackDown on Tuesday. What I saw was pretty good. Uh, Christmas in July. You know, it comes once a year, and technically it doesn't come until July 25th. But um, hey. Christmas miracle. What can I tell you? I always thought it was weird that we talk about Christmas in July when that's seven months. Yeah, it's not even halfway. No. Yeah. My, inter- my wedding anniversary is halfway. Is it? It is. June 25th. Hmm. If only that were a holiday. It is in my heart. Um, my piece of positivity is a match that I will be honest, I have not seen, but everyone has been supremely positive about the Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy street fight from 205 Live. And it has inspired me to actually start watching 205 Live again. I'm going back to just after WrestleMania and watching from there because people are saying it's excellent. So I'm going to I'm going to check it out. Cool, cool. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. And again, 
you've been waiting and your patience has been rewarded, there will be a list at your podcast door in the next 72 to 96 hours, I would say. Whenever DC decides to That's post true. it. That's true. Whenever I decide to slap that excellent audio intro on there and post it. I, I actually, part of the reason why I, I emailed those files to you, because I was just going to post them myself, and I realized I do not have that intro. So, anyways, hmm. all yours. But yes. Why, thank you. Um, so, yes, and if you would like to have more of DC and Doc in your life, and let's face it, who wouldn't? Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. Join the email crew. DDTPod.com is where you can find us. DDTWrestling.com. We can still go to both, right? Absolutely. One takes you to the website. One takes you to the podcast. And then again, if you would like to give us a certain amount of silver that I really should have remembered because I knew this word was going to come up in today's conversation, uh, patreon.com slash DDTWrestling. We're only asking for a couple of shekels. Really, it's probably more like two shekels. Shekels, shillings, pesos, pounds, whatever you got, we will take. Indeed. He is Doc. Anything else you'd like to say? We haven't done this. I feel like we haven't done this in so long, but that's not true. Anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? Nope. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie?